Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast number three. Number three, okay. <laughs> um, Chal and I are here visiting in Fairfax, in Fairfax um, and we had a gospel seminar. Um, we invited four groups to come together, and it was GMU, UMD, UVA, and UPenn, all international ministry, and we had a good time. And I think there is a Vine post about it. Already, oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> and then we just invite uh, Dan Kinder today as our guest. We want to interview him uh, because we attended uh, his Bible study Friday, and it was very, it was very blessed time. And yeah. then it looks like. He uh, incorporated uh, things that he picked up, you know, through his own uh, international ministry. Also, the Bible leads retreat that we talked about how to make Bible study more spiritually important for international students. And then also he will update us about what's going on in UMD international ministry. Yeah, yeah we were really blessed by mm-hmm. uh, Dan's Bible study on Friday when we were at UMD at his house. And now you're teaching international students. Mm-hmm. And what are some things about teaching international students have you learned so far? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, it's hard to know where to start with that. We had some, some good learning. I mean, I, it's been a year and a half that I've been doing international ministry. And um, there were some important learnings, especially from uh, like last year when we had Bible leads retreat. Uh, some of that, I think that it's been practice and, and applying and stuff that's come through. Um, well, so um, uh, I guess what I would start with is uh, like knowing who your target is. I remember at least at one point, you know, Sharon talked a bit about even like you're doing DT, you're just reflecting on the text and it's like, okay, how does this apply to an international student? So then, I mean, of course, if I'm doing a Bible study, I'm thinking about uh, who my target is. And in this case, actually, it's I knew there was a fair number of Christians there. At this Bible study, not all Christians, and I wanted the non-Christians to get something out of it. But um, I had some of them in mind, and especially some of them, some specific things that, as I read the text, I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I can see this in them, um, and it's related to things that are coming up. So I, I guess a specific like example, it's the rich, the the rich young ruler, the text, text, text right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was a text from Mark 10, mm-hmm. and um, a, an example of that would be like. Um, uh, you know, when he walks away, uh, you know, dismayed and sad and and stuff, um, I realized, well, the insight of from from the text is, OK, he you know, there's the conflict in him and that oh, I can't I can't say yes to the offer of Jesus. It's like it's an impossibility and stuff. And like having my students in mind made me realize, you know what, there's a lot of them where uh, things where they don't come to something, especially that's going to have a spiritual benefit for them. And it's not. They're, they don't realize it's actually a choice. Like, I don't want to. They think of it as I can't, you know? Fixed. Fix. So, yeah, it's like, oh, because my, because my advisor has to meet with me. That's very practical. We have a, several guys that are like, oh, my advisor asked for a meeting, you know? And I'm thinking, like, to them, it's it's, it's a fixed thing that I can't negotiate. I can't move. But then it, it really usually isn't. I mean, I get that it's busy, but, like, actually you have some control there that you're not, you're not realizing there's prioritization choices that you're making, and the rich young ruler, I was like, I think he sees it the same way. He doesn't realize, wait, this is possible, you know. Um, and so that's a, just one example of like, okay, have the people in mind. And then that's that's going to help to bring out that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. Um, I guess other things. Uh, one is just, uh, you know, there was emphasis from you, Chol, at that Bible leads about uh, preaching the whole counsel of God and like teach the part of the, the text that's there and, and, uh, and don't just sort of skip things. And um, 
I mean, of course, I think we emphasize the things that are going to be most valuable to the audience and all of that. And all, that all still applies. But um, I think that that um, that became important on this one because actually my first attempt at failing this Bible study, I failed. Mm. Um, so two and a half weeks ago, roughly, um, this was the text that had just sort of come up on rotation to be the one that we were going to do for spring welcome night, right? And spring welcome night, we weren't expecting lots of new people, but, you know, some. I wanted to teach something that would work for the new people. And rich young ruler is not, it's not the rich fool. It's not the best book <laughs> text, right? Uh, but uh, like a week, week and a half before, I was like, I think I can make it work, you know, yeah, because... some brilliant insight. Yeah, yeah, no, because I had stuff in mind that I was like, um, that is, you know, relevant to the text about like, oh, he wants to be, you know, he wants to be good, a guy who wants to do the right thing, but then... It's like um, it's you know not working out for me. I don't know. There were there were ideas that I had that were just a little bit vague, but I was like, I think I can make it work, and um, I'm trying to prep it. And this is like the night before that welcome night, at 1:30 a.m. I have this entire manuscript I've written, and I didn't like it at all, uh, and I threw it out because I just wow. it didn't work, uh, and it mainly didn't work because I'm at the end and I'm like I don't know what like. I'm struggling to know what the main point is of like everything I just wrote. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why I was struggling to know what that main point is, is because it was not the main point of this text, right? Mm. It just isn't. I was trying to frame my mm. Bible study around tangential things. Yeah. You know? So the, when you got this brilliant insight, oh, this will work for this new student. Later, you realize that that's not really the main, main point, point of, of the text. text. Yeah. And, it, you know, there's a bunch of stuff in there that's yeah. like, oh, would have been like, I don't know, something kind of valuable for them to hear maybe. But yeah. it didn't work to teach it as a co cohesive whole, yeah, yeah. you know. And the students um, say, what about this? Well, how come he doesn't explain this part? Right? Yeah. yeah, some of that. Um, or, or, you know, skipping over things. I don't know. Just basically figuring out, look, yeah. like if, if I'm trying to frame my whole thing around something that's like not the main point of what this text is saying, mm -hmm. no wonder it's going to be so hard. It's not, that doesn't work that well. It turns out, mm -hmm. I figured that out. So I had to throw that out and um, it's the night before. So I had to kind of just reuse an old thing um, for that, for that welcome night message. So I had some notes on this ahead of time that were sort of different. Um, and so uh, I think that helped a little bit with this message that like uh, I had struggled with it. <laughs> in an unproductive way, but at least I still had struggled with it first. Mm -hmm. um, so then, you know, we fast forward two weeks and then I'm preparing for this one, uh, which we delivered last night. And this is like February, yeah, February 10th on that, that Bible study. Um, and then, yeah, had more, um, had, had thoughts going into it, but now I'm like, okay, you know what? Um, now it's, at least I know people, are, they're good with Bible study. You know, I, I'm not, I, we usually aren't like, trying to be too welcome nighty any, anyway. It's just, that was a, a sort of a one-off. Um, but now I'm like, I'm just going to like preach what, kind of what this, what this text is saying. And so um, I didn't even have actually a lot of time to, to prep this one at that point. So I had notes and ideas and I had struggled with it, but I didn't have like, you know, tons of, tons of time on it. So um, in that way, it actually made it simpler that I just said, I'm, I'm pretty much going to go text top to bottom on this one. Which is um, from chapter ten. It's, it's the beginning of the story, um, Mark ten seventeen, um, all the way down until uh, verse thirty one. Um, many who are first will be last, and last will be first. Um, so yeah, so that goes back to like the idea of preaching the whole counsel of God. So I don't, you know, I don't put equal emphasis. I think the la the last half I was like, you know, going much more quickly. It wasn't equal in emphasis, but um, at least being faithful to like mm -hmm. this is the main point of the text and, and stuff. So.
So what happened at the Bible study is what happens at a good Bible study when we are truthful to the text. So I was doing a discussion with a non-Christian girl. And then at the end of it, so she had a little bit of uh, English problems. So we had to kind of help a lot in helping her to understand what's going on. But at the end of it, she goes, wow, Bible is so interesting. Mm So the Bible itself is really interesting when we are faithful to the text and yeah. just tell the story as it says. And have them realize, have them really say that, wow, the Bible is so interesting, so profound. Wow, you know, I didn't know that it actually teaching like this, this mm-hmm. lesson. So that itself is, a, you know, if we can make students feel that way, yeah. I think that Bible study achieves some purpose. Right yeah. There, there. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Let's see. And for that, I think the pre-discussion and post-discussion help because pre-discussion, especially for sisters like that, English is not as good. You get to go through it slowly where it's like at least they've gone through it and they can picture it and stuff. And then, of course, the post-discussion, which you guys have talked about before, um, having that kind of giving people a lot of time Mm. to process it in discussion. And what about adding those uh, stories? I just personally felt like you you seems to be very intentional about telling them stories. So even mm-hmm. the one, I think it's Jay, Jay Tai's story about what he shared at uh, Vision Vision Retreat International oh, yeah. Retreat. Um, you didn't even know the details. <laughs> I just remember that about, there was about, a guy. At least yeah. you know, oh, this is relevant to our students. <laughs> with a lot of them are graduate students. Yeah. So you you gave that story to me like that. Wow, you know, you really valued uh, those. Uh, stories yeah. yeah i think having stu- had students for a little while it's like it's it's easier to get in their mind now um, but trying to do things too to help actually get into their mind and their thinking then helps with the bible study so that's talking to them and that's looking up you know phd comics or whatever to oh this is what being a phd student is like because i've never been one mm-hmm. um and then um what was the other thing um, oh yeah, and then uh, something I've started doing more regularly is on, on prepping a Bible study or talk is actually to, you know, you always have like your brainstorm kind of outline, mm-hmm. but I've ended up making a separate one that just says present reality and assumptions. And then I just write a bullet list of this is like what's the reality in their life that's relevant to mm-hmm. to what's going on, even if there's no answer and it's, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that has helped with getting into their so my you, minds. You, you um, have your target audience, actual person in your mind when you prepare Mm -hmm. actually talking to you and hearing from you actually clarifies why i delighted in what i was hearing Mm. because many times i go to an international bible study the staff are talking about what they experience from the text and want to bring that to the students oh i was so blessed because of this and i was going through this and which is really good but actually sometimes we miss the the text itself mm-hmm. and when we are teaching the Bible because I'm so focused on what I was blessed by but your Bible study focused on the text and also you try to think about the students and your effort in thinking mm-hmm. about the students and what they would find it relevant to them that came out so yeah. I think that was yeah. really good yeah so just you were yeah. asking about stories though so oh, yeah, to stories, mention to mention yeah. one more mm-hmm. thing about that mm-hmm. I mean, there's just treating the text like it is. Okay, this man run, runs up, he kneels before Jesus. So, you know, kneeling and his question about eternal life, asking about eternal life, that's good. Kneeling, oh, it shows good posture. We like this guy, you know, and sort of trying to 
like, oh, there's a movement of this guy. Like, we, we like him. What's he missing? And, and then he does now he has to learn what he's missing. There's all sorts of, you know, the little stuff that you can say throughout that. But I think I, I think I knew going through it. Of course, the climax is what Jesus says about one thing you lack and then um, his inability to, to do that. And so that's, I think, you know, the most thought is there and how to like get that across, right? And it's just um, having that and having the target students in mind helped with like, okay, the concepts I want to communicate. It's, hey, realizing for this guy, this is like his money, his riches are non-negotiable. It's a fixed thing versus negotiable. Okay, that's one way of framing. There's contrast. I can do that, um, you know, or like, uh, and then, hey, this relates to like, you know, it's 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 money, it's wealth. So then, of course, Matthew 6, 24, and there being two masters and hey, for this guy, the fixed thing is the master, you know, and so I can talk about that and coming up with, okay, you know, the bottom line is you can, this guy, like, he's already got a master and you can only have one. And he had good intentions, but had to learn the hard way. You can only mm -hmm. have one and so mm -hmm. on. But then I'm um, trying to uh, then make that concrete because I can say that and I think us all being Christian understand that, you know, mm -hmm. but then trying to go through different tests to be like, if I said it that way to international student, they wouldn't, they wouldn't just understand that, you know, it's too, too abstract. So trying to be concrete um, and, and you know, uh, uh, credible and uh, why should they care about things I'm saying and, and all that. You kind of go through some of these tests and then stories kind of just match up all the tests. You know, mm -hmm. they every test of stickiness, like stories just meet that. Uh, they're hard because it's like, how do you have them in mind? You know, like you, you don't need them. You don't have them when you need them and stuff, you know. So I think I got lucky with some of the ones that just sort of came to mind in the process of this. Uh, the monkey trap was one. I just realized, oh, it's like he's holding on. A, that was from the thought that he's holding on to something and it's making him, he's not able to let go and that he's going to see suffering because of it. And that's like, you know, the monkey sticking their hand in a hole and they can't let go of the fruit or the berries in the hole so they get caught. Um, and then uh, Eric Little, um, that's pretty concrete, mainly because we're talking about negotiable, non-negotiable. And I was like, oh, non-negotiable. Most obvious like example I know is Eric Little um, saying, I will not run on a Sunday, mm. you know, and that has a whole story to it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where some of that yeah. came from trying yeah. to be concrete. Yeah. That's great. Anyway, so I was very encouraged by the fact that you seems to learn things and then incorporate those learning into your actual practice of Bible study. And then you seems to have awareness of, uh, you know, what, went well what didn't and then have courage to <laughs> start from scratch you know i think those things are good and just switching gear you know it looks like you guys have uh, more graduate students at umd in your mm -hmm. group so maybe can you tell us a little update about your ministry how you how your ministry is different from last year also how you get graduate students yeah um so uh, by statistics umd is just a lot more grad students than undergrad international um, and so we've tried to find international undergrad. They're very hard to find. There's not that many of them. And so we've just sort of accepted, you know, what? Uh, we're going to get more grad students. That's how it is. Um, we, we do get like non-Christians and seekers, but um, we end up having Christians come to our group partly because um, there is just, there seems to be almost no grad Christian ministry on campus. Mm -hmm. It's just a void. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking for something. Um, and so, um, and, and also it's sort of like, um, 
if grad students do come to like you know like Kairos the, the domestic group mm. for church they basically send them to us right because we're kind of the catch-all too right <laughs> so it kind of adds to this thing yeah. of we've got like some domestic coming and, and whatnot mm. which this year we do too but I think one difference um, in how we, we've kind of had to learn better how to how to handle that situation uh, so with last year we had a fair number of like you know domestic Christians come or international but they're already Christian so they're you know they're they're looking for a Bible study or church of some kind because that's what they're supposed to do and uh you know we were like oh yeah we're an international group but it's okay you know uh we'll kind of we'll minister to whoever and and in some sense that's that's true of course you want to oh like i don't know if you're really christian we're gonna do course 101 all that so we did course with a bunch of those people um some of them made decisions some of them came to like the spring like retreat and Mm -hmm. stuff and made decisions and lordship decisions so i'm you know thankful for that but then it also did, and we had seekers coming too, but they didn't really sort of gel with each other in mm. a way. Um, and e- even this sort of group of Christians, they didn't actually gel with each other that much either for us. And so um, we did Course 201 with them last summer. And uh, and then we're like uh, partly learning from from all of, all of uh, for, from you guys and everyone. Um, like, yeah, that look, we, we need to uh, make clear our... Uh, mission it's 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 to reach non-christians um and that you know having this a, a bunch of christians who are just sort of being fed and not actually participating in that mission that's a problem and so at the end toward the end of that course 201 you know we discipled them there and then we just basically put a fork in the road for them we said you know what our 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 vision is that there is somewhere you are really like bought into you're serving um and you're serving and you're you're doing that ministry and that's like what you want to do and that you're fully there Right. Because uh, some of them would go to a different church on Sunday, but come to us on Friday, things mm-hmm. like that, too. Mm-hmm. And um, pretty much all of that group left, mm-hmm. um, nearly all of them. Um, and it's, you know, they, they actually did go like uh, none of them were like bitter or anything. They like got plugged into actually different the churches they were at. A few of them actually later were like, oh, hey, like six months later, I'm serving in youth now. I like my the Ethiopian church, you know. Um, or like I'm actually really plugged in now and have a leader at my Colombian church in DC. Mm. So we were actually thankful. Like they actually took from us the good stuff. So mm. that aspect was good, but I think it needed to be, um, uh, we, we've learned now, okay, earlier on we're, we're for Christians, uh, we're being clear. First off, like we are an international ministry focused on reaching international students, especially non-Christians. Mm-hmm. So that, that's like first day we meet them, we'll say that. Mm. And then if it's like three weeks and they're liking our group, then we might get a little bit of clarity to that and say, yeah, we're, um, I hope that, you know, for, for now, like, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, I hope that as, as a Christian, I hope someday you can actually join us with this, like, you know, mission that we're trying to do. So we're kind of implying pretty hard. Mm. This is like what our mission's about. Mm. And uh, I, that might be part of the reason why our, uh, you know, the group seems a little different now. They're warmer. Mm. Uh, they're more willing to, to serve. It feels mm. different. So even mm. though we have some Christians mm. who come, you know, that Rwanda and Taiwan mm. and, um, so domestic, the, yeah. your group seems to be warm and then very welcoming to non-Christians or any newcomers. We were, we feel very welcomed by your <laughs> students too. Yeah. So I thought that is yeah that's an important lesson for probably every group. Yeah. yeah. Our mission is to reach out to non-Christians. Yeah. And Christians are welcomed when you when they mm-hmm. are willing to. Mm-hmm. take on this mission with us right? yeah. yeah do you want to be trained in sharing the gospel with non-christians yeah mm-hmm. so that's uh, a challenge that yeah. we could give them okay you know? thank you so much thank Sam you Kinder, thank uh, you today's uh, podcast so we'll just uh, end here 
Yeah. Okay. Thank Bye, you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.